I guess what you could call a slightly special episode of Movie Podders. Um, this is going to be, I guess, what, what we would call our 2017 review, talking about some of our favourite movies, some of the movies we didn't like so much. We'll have a wee chat about best actor, male and female, and, and some other categories thrown in there as well. Um, as always, it's myself, Brian. I'm my good friend, Ryan. How are you doing today, Ryan? Not too bad. You? Yeah, I'm good. I'm pretty full. I've just had dinner. And we had a lot of food. We had chicken baguettes with potato wedges. Chicken baguettes? Um, That's not dinner. That's like a lunch, is it? No, no, no. In our house, we do things properly. (laughs) And it's a dinner. Very, very good. And we had a friend round for tea, so we maybe made a wee bit too much food. Lovely. I've not had my dinner yet. So I sent it to you beforehand. I woke up at five o'clock today, so um, I'm still kind of getting adjusted to being awake, to be honest. No worries. So I know it's a special episode, but I always like to know if there's been any movies you've watched since we last spoke. There has been, Brian, yes. Um, Only the one. I've not been at the pictures as yet. I'm going tomorrow to kind of see the follow-up to the film I watched at eight o'clock or six o'clock this morning or whatever yep. but uh watched the the room last night i believe you've also watched it recently as well yeah i watched it on friday night the day after we last spoke yeah um how did did you like it <laughs> yes um <laughs> i think it's probably one of the worst movies ever made but also probably one of my favorite movies ever made it was so good it was amazing yeah. I wish it'd be made like this year so I could include it in this list, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a strange one because in general I don't like bad movies. It's not I not kinda of someone who would watch a like Sharknado, I know that's quite a popular one and enjoy it. But I laughed a lot <laughs> watching this film and the way I keep explaining it to people who haven't seen it before is when the main character's not in the film it's kind of just like any other bad movie, bad acting, bad editing, all the rest of it. But when Tommy, what's his name, Tommy Wiseau, or when he is in it, he takes it to a, a new level of terrible. <laughs> I didn't hear her. I did not. <laughs> so good. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, so good, that bit. Hi, little doggy. See, no, it's great about the bit with the, with the florist that you, you were talking about, like, hello, doggy. Did you notice how, like, he asks how much it is, and before she can even, like, begin to say, <laughs> he starts, like, handing over the cash? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, that's good. I also, yeah, watched that. I actually went back to the cinema on Saturday to see Thor again. Oh, nice. Yeah, went with a couple of mates in Manchester. Good. Just as good a third time round. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my mates who was there he's not a big superhero fan and he thinks that might be his favourite one out of them all I can see that one I, I think it's like Guardians in a way that it'll yeah, attract a lot of people yeah it'll attract a lot of people who wouldn't normally watch a superhero movie yeah definitely I, so I was trying to say Amelia that she should watch I think she would she would enjoy this one has she not seen it yet? nah she's mm. not she's not interested she doesn't like the Thor films so she's not interested but I was trying to explain to her mm-hmm it's not. It's nothing like the the previous two. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk some movies. So, 
just a wee heads up, guys. We're going to be talking, sort of doing a 2017 review. Um, if we do have any, I, I don't know if we've got any listeners outside the UK. What I would advise, though, it, it is based on UK release. So there'll be movies that potentially that we'll t- talk about that where they won Oscars for last year. But yep. because we we don't get them until this year, so that's so they might still be included in our list, even though many people might have had them in their list last year. Um, so do you want to just jump right in, Ryan? Why not? Um, so I'll go. So the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, just to get off on a really negative note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, biggest disappointment. Aye. Yeah, there's prob. So what I'll do is, um, I'll just like say uh, a couple of honourable mentions, but then I'll give you my hit you my my biggin. Go for uh, it. So uh, for this, actually, I've only got a couple that were really disappointments for the year. Um, overall, I think it's been a good year for movies, so yeah. I didn't have too many disappointments. But um, I dis- one disappointment I had was Kong Skull Island. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I was expecting a lot more from it. Um, and then my big one for the year was uh, The Dark Tower um, I remember being really excited for that and it just was a bit like meh there was not really much to it so aye Dark Tower for me was my biggest disappointment for the year you? Um, yeah I'll, I've got four movies I'll, I'll sort of list them as well I've got, and I'll finish with my least favourite uh, I got Justice League um, uh, Ghost in the Shell. I've also got Kong, Skull Island, and my movie's actually the same as yours. It's the Dark Tower. Um, and Justice League and Ghost in the Shell and the and Kong. I I actually like them all. Um, even I know Ghost in the Shell got slated. Um, I quite liked it. I think the problem with um Ghost in the Shell and, and Kong for me was just like. There's just there's just something missing from them. Like they're they're both okay films, but they just don't have enough to make you go, like make you be like oh, that was awesome. I want to see more. Obviously, we've discussed at length the problems with Justice League. Um, but but the Dark Tower was just I don't know. It, it promised so much when you when we first heard about it, and then you've got the two leads, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. And it's just a pretty bad movie. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, one of the things that bugs me, one of the things that always sticks in my mind, I forgot a lot about it, which is a pretty forgettable movie, um, which I think says it all really, but one of the things that bugs me is, like, he comes to Earth, like our version of Earth or whatever, and he doesn't know anything, but then he picks up a gas canister and throws it in the air. And shoots it as if knowing that it's going to explode. That didn't really stuck with you, didn't it? I remember I you talking about that like earlier on in the year. <laughs> I don't know why, but like, but that's a bit all I remember from the film because the rest of it's pretty. It's not very memorable at all. Mm-hmm. Aye, I would probably agree with that as well. Like, I'm trying to remember any kind of bits for the film that I did actually like, and probably most of the bits I liked were already like they were in the trailer. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of cool action scenes in it, right. um, but that's about it. I think I probably, 
I wanted the only reason I wanted to go back and watch it a second time was because of it, and there's like some tie-ins with me, that and it, and that's oh, really? the, yeah, like just um, there's a bit where they go to like a fairground, or the him and a wee boy are walking about, and they go to like an abandoned fairground, and it's, it's got like Pennywise on it, and it's meant to be like because it is part of like it's all part of the one universe with the Dark oh, Tower and stuff. That's quite so, interesting. Yeah, so that's the only reason that I would like to probably see anything to do with the Dark Tower again is if eh, there's a How bigger universe. Be, though, because when you watch, if you do watch the Dark Tower again, that's going to be your favourite bit. Aye, probably. But it's just, whereas that should just be a nice wee sort of fan service moment. Mm-hmm. But that would be the highlight of the film. Um, I think as well, just with the other films you've mentioned, I, I never saw Ghost in the Shell, so I can't comment on that one. But only reason I didn't have Justice League in there, I did think about it, but then I, I didn't really have any expectations for this for Justice League because how how badly Batman v Superman uh, Superman let me down. So um, that, I think that's the only reason I didn't have that on my biggest disappointment was just because yeah. Uh, my expectations were so low already, so it kind of it met them and maybe maybe slightly went above them, but um, yeah, that was the only reason I didn't have Justice League on my list. Yeah, I know what you mean, and, and I actually struggled with putting it on my list because the closer it got to the film coming out, the sort of more apprehensive I became. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to think of like where, where was I at the beginning of the year? And I was really excited for a Justice League movie, and I still was excited for one, but it, it just, uh, it was just a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it was. Anyway, we want to move on to the next wee category. Aye. You want to go, what is it? What have we got, Ryan? <laughs> uh, so the next category is the biggest surprise of the year. What did you want to go this? first? Aye, go for it. Got a few movies. Um couple I were looking forward to but I was surprised with how much I liked them. Um, I'll name them first which is Baby Driver and The Big Sick and then my other two movies that I maybe have to give a tie um, I enjoyed one of them more which I'll tell you in a minute so the two joint ones I'd say for surprise were Get Out and Split uh, now I much prefer Get Out to Split but I didn't. I wasn't expecting to like split at all. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't know if it was just the whole M Night thing uh, that I was just sort of giving up on his movies um, or just the trailers. I can't really remember why I wasn't really that into it. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Um, I really, obviously, if you are a fan of. Um, spoilers here guys um, but if you're a fan of uh, Un- Unbreakable then I think it's even just the last two minutes alone is uh, worth watching it for mm-hmm. aye um, yourself uh, aye so for me one of the so one of my like kind of honourable mentions uh it's, I think it's probably a wee bit surprising and in fact it's mentioned in uh, like this category for, for me but um, for me it was one of the things is uh, La La Land just I 
didn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what expectations I had of it exactly, but it's not the type of film I should like because mm. it's a musical. At the time, I wasn't a Ryan Gosling fan, and I'm not that much of an Emma Stone fan. So I, there's no reason I should have liked that film apart from I think the main reason I wanted to see it was because of the director. It was a guy for Whiplash. So yeah, that's what drew me to it. And then it's just one of these films. Just for me, just gets better and better every time. And Seen you the other day there, like I had it on Netflix, I think, and I was just watching it away, and I was just like loving it, having it on. So, La La Land for me was like a surprise. Um, that was way back in January um, that we that that was out. So, um, it's a yeah. long time ago, but this still. this might sound a bit silly because obviously you you look at every film, but it's one of my favourite films just to look at. Aye. like some yeah. of the some of the scenes are just like. Obviously, you, you you don't want to watch it with the sound off, but the the scenes just look amazing. Aye, and the colours, the use of colours, yeah, are good. It, it it is actually a beautiful looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that. I was I was really excited about La La Land, so that's why it's not it's not on my list. Um, um so for my final answer on it, um, and just for people listening. Uh, or anybody who might be listening at all. Uh, me and Brian haven't conferred on this at all. We haven't told each other our answers, but I've actually, I'm the same as you. Like, my kind of, oh, my joint best is split and get out for surprise ones. Kind of for similar reasons as what you were, you were saying, because I'd heard stuff about get out that it was supposed to be good, but I wasn't quite sure about it. And then when I went and saw it, loved it. And then split. It's kind of similar, I'd heard good things, but then when I went and saw it, I loved it, and then it has one of the biggest surprises in the film itself, as you say, in the last, like, five, ten minutes or whatever, so, yeah, I'm same as you, pretty much same answers for, or same reasoning um, as what you've given for Splitting Get Out, but those two are, I would say, my favourites of the year. Biggest surprises, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. biggest surprises. I mean, just to say, Baby Driver, it's something I was really looking forward to. I love the trailers, love the look of it. But I think the thing for me, and it may be, it may now be my favorite Edgar Wright movie, Mm -hmm. like Over Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. And I didn't expect, I know, (laughs) but I didn't expect to like it that much. Um, so that's why it's a surprise. It's not because I I wasn't looking forward to anything in the big sick as well. I was, I was sort of I don't know if looking forward to anyone, but I was really intrigued about this movie. And then again, I was I was surprised at how much how much I actually loved this film. Um, definitely would I would own all of these all of those four movies on Blu-ray. Can't believe you just said that about Shaun of the Dead there. I know. That's quite I know and and like for me Shaun of the Dead was up there on its own. Um but I think Baby Driver may have overtaken that. For for me. I appreciate I might be in the minority there. Uh, I think our four listeners have probably stopped listening to us now. <laughs> I know a lot of people who prefer Hot Fuzz over Shaun of the Dead. What? Really? Yeah. No, no, no. God. Yeah. No. Um, I'm not having that. No. And in the past, when when they first when both of them came out, I I would have been in in that camp, but I probably switched sides a few years ago. No. That. Nah. But yeah, maybe that baby driver then Shaun of the Dead, then probably Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ah, good shout! Always forget about Scott Pilgrim. I love yeah. that film. Yeah, it's so good. 
then Hot Fuzz, and then the other one away down low. <laughs> Whatever he brings out next before that other one. <laughs> the end of the world, is that what it is? The world's end? World's, world's end. Day. Cool. Uh, next we've got... I think not quite how we phrase this guy, but like a movie that you feel sort of like not enough people have maybe seen this year or no one's speaking about it but it's a movie you enjoyed mm-hmm. who would you go for uh, <clears throat> so for me uh, just a couple I, I don't know if there was anything that stood out for me for this one exact, uh, really but um, a couple of films that I feel maybe not enough people have seen is uh, I would have Logan Lucky I love that film and oh, I that's a good show I've not heard like anybody really talking about it at all, but I, I really loved that film. Um, another one was Death of Stalin. I have heard people talk about it, but I don't think anybody's seen it really. But Death of Stalin. This guy. This guy's yeah. not seen it. I know. It's quite disappointing as well. Um, and then another one we went and saw actually together, me, you, and Sarah, I think, um, Colossal. I yeah. really enjoyed that film. Um, yeah, I definitely. Could, but I can understand why nobody's seen it because I don't think it really got any marketing or any buzz or anything. But I really enjoyed that film and I thought it was um, a decent movie. So, yeah, those are like my kind of three mentions for that section anyway. I think the thing with Colossal, that's a good show. I've not got Colossal, but I would, I'm would i going to chuck it on my list just now. I think it's quite interesting because it's another social commentary movie. Mm-hmm. Aye. Aye. Um, Obviously, we both spoke about Get Out, which is a social commentary on racism, and then Colossus, like a social commentary on domestic abuse, done in a really interesting way. And it's quite strange because from the trailers, especially, you get this vibe of a light-hearted monster movie, and it gets quite dark. Um, at times, it's also about alcohol abuse and stuff like that. And it's quite a, it touches on some very serious. Uh, subjects um, in a very creative way and I think it's definitely one especially if you're especially if you're into those slightly quirkier movies it's definitely one to check out it's a good one to have on your list a um, couple I've got one I don't shut up about Miss Sloan <laughs> I've got it in Blu-ray guys if anybody wants to borrow it so you can come out of mine or watch it even I would definitely watch that especially if you like sort of political dramas uh, and another one um, Free Fire. Oh yeah. Um, fun little movie. It's only about an hour and twenty minutes or something. Um, very simple plot. Um, but and it's all set in the one location. Um, but it's good fun, easy to watch, and I think, I, I think I imagine it's a film that sort of appeals to those who quite serious about the movies and, and just those who just want to like watch something that's pretty easy to watch as well mm-hmm. Aye, I'm quite that's one of the films of the year I'm probably gutted that I missed um, we had, I think we had a, an unlimited screening of that but we didn't go and um, I think we tried even booking it again after that but we still managed to miss it uh, so yeah that's a good shout as well I've not saw it so I can't say if it's good or not but I would imagine from what I've saw and heard it it was a good movie, and from what you've said as well. So it's just a decent wee film. I mean, yeah. it's not you're not going to be like, oh, that's no. I don't imagine anyone's going. That's my favourite film of the year, or that's my favourite film ever. But it's just an enjoyable little movie. That's it's one of those movies that you could throw on at any time, 
mm-hmm. and enjoy it sort of thing. It's definitely worth a watch. Good cast as well. Like it's, it's got a really good cast. Mm-hmm. Aye, it does. Um, cool. I'm going to throw in a curveball before we go to best uh, the All next right. one, just because we've kind of touched on it here. Um, movies, a uh, movies that you've missed. So the <sighs> you want to go see that you've you've missed. Oh, no. Um, you've caught me off guard completely here because I can't think of anything. So Free Fire would be one. Um, a lot of the films I missed this year, I missed on purpose. So the likes of Transformers <laughs> and stuff like that because I did not want to lay eyes upon them. But, oh, um, you go first. I'll see if there's anything I can find. Well, you've, you've named one. Death of Stalin was, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen... Um, Blade Runner. I miss Blade Runner. And there was another movie called Marshall with Chadwick Boseman. I would have liked to have seen that as well. Um, those would be the three. The one I'm most disappointed with was The Death of Stalin. What was really frustrating about that is I, for about two weeks after that, they stopped showing it in Sheffield, I was checking all the time. And they were showing it in other cinemas around the country, and I'm just like, well, I'll bring it back to Sheffield for just one Tuesday night at seven o'clock or something. I'll be there. Got it. Yep. Uh, I've done a wee quick search there, so <clears throat> one of them's the one. One of them's the one that you've mentioned. So call me. Eh, sorry, not eh, big sick even. Eh, oh, yeah. I, I I wanted to see that, but again, just didn't catch it. Didn't get round to it at all. Uh, Kingsman, I didn't see that. Oh, I never saw that either. I fancy that. I was that, on but... honeymoon when that came out and just never got round to, round to seeing it when I come back. Aye, I really fancied that, but just slipped through the net. Um, there was another one that I saw, but I can't think of it now. Detro- uh, Detroit, I wanted to see that as well. Oh, but there's, there's another one. You're listening to them all. Um, again, I think we had a, an unlimited screening of that, but we managed to miss that as well. So... Yeah, no, there's a few of them. I'm quite di- um, disappointed to miss them. Yeah, I never went to the cinema in September or October. Um, September, I was gone for most of the month, getting married and honeymoon in October. I was just getting like too busy being an adult when I came back from honeymoon, sorting things out that I just never had much time to go to the cinema. It's all Aye. changed now. I'm back all the time now. It's great. I thought you'd have mentioned uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, I wonder women now. That would probably be one of the top ones. I um, cool. Do you want to move on to the the next one? Aye. So the next category we have is best cast performance. Uh, so what's your choices or selections for that one? Uh, two selections. The first one is the uh, uh, Dunkirk. So wait, are you doing it in order of what oh, the Favourite is or yeah, Dunkirk was my favourite. I'll go with, go with the other one. Like Hidden Figures was the other one. Was that yeah. this year? And Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, they were but they were both but they they were both with the without for the Oscars last year. But they never they weren't released until January, February. Well were they? Oh, they were yeah. Um two thousand and seventeen. That's oh, why yeah. I, I the missed them. Do we disclaimer that um Aye, that's right. I just forgot. I because I never saw them. I was like, oh, "When were they actually released?" I okay. I, I allow uh, it. Hacksaw Ridge is just. I mean, Andrew, you've got Andrew Garfield, who's your main character, but there's a lot of um, 
there's a lot of other like Vince Vaughn's in it, Sam Worthington, um, big um, is it Hugo Weaving mm-hmm. from the Matrix? Um, I think they're all good in it. Hidden Figures is very much an ensemble cast. Um, I don't know the girl's name, the main girl that's in it, but then everyone else is sort of has the same amount of screen time. But I think for me, Dunkirk, based on the fact that we touched on it briefly, I think last week, didn't we? That there's no, there is no main character in Dunkirk. You could maybe make a slight argument for the boy Tommy, but I probably wouldn't agree with that argument. I think it very much is a story about these group of like young men and then and then the pilots and then the civilians. It's it is it it does de- depend on the cast as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not relying on someone to sort of carry it forward and push it forward. It's it is the cast as a whole. I think. Yeah. Aye, there's not, there's not. I would like to actually see what the screen time is for all the characters to see how much they actually share it together. Because I think that'd be quite interesting to see if it's if there is any focus on any one particular character. I think the boy Tommy would get it, wouldn't it? Because probably the first ten minutes of the film is all him. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? What I mean, there's no. I don't think there's any real speaking in the first ten minutes. Is there? Ten, fifteen no. minutes. But a lot of it's him, it follows him until he meets that one other person. Mm-hmm. And then it, that's why I'm saying there's an argument can be made for him. Because you see him at the start and you see him at the end. He's sort of a lot book- of the marketing as well. So. Yeah, he sort of bookends the film as well. So, Aye. I, yeah, maybe slightly, but I, I think it, like whoever we saw at the start could have been any one of those characters. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Probably yourself. Uh, so for me, Dunkirk's in there as well. I'm not too sure what's my number one actually out of this list here, but Dunkirk would be um, included in, in my selections for this. Um, I've got a couple of other different options than you. So um, one of them's Baby Driver. Um, yeah. I think it's a solid cast. Really enjoyed John Hamm in it. I'm not a biggest fan of him, but I really enjoyed him in it. Yeah, he's good. Um and Jamie Foxx as well. I usually hate Jamie Foxx, but I quite liked him <laughs> in that as well. Um, so, yeah, overall, like it was just a pretty solid cast, and I thought everybody had a, a really good performance in it. Um, and then another one that I've went for is It. Um, yeah, good show. All the boys in that like were all brilliant. Um, the girl as well, she was really good in it. Um, and then Bill Skarsgård is... Um, Pennywise was yeah. uh, a really good um, interpretation of that character, given like Tim Curry's. Um, it is like so iconic and it's stuck in so many people's memories. But yeah, he was really good as Pennywise. I thought so. Um, and given given I'm such a hater of kids as actors, uh, that child cast was really good. All of them, especially the the boy for Stranger um, Things. Aye, uh, Stranger Things. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, those are my kind of three options. I'm not too sure. Probably Dunkirk would get it. I think for being my favourite out of that bunch. But uh, yeah, that's the three I picked for that. We were talking about um, it tonight. Uh, I mean, well, our friend Sarah's round for dinner. Talking about what? It the movie. I'm not doing this again with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was showing Sarah the trailer for a quiet place. 
and she was like, oh, I don't like horror movies, and Amelia started talking about how we were watching it. And I tried to explain it about... Because the reason it's so good to me, I, I really enjoyed it, and I didn't expect to, is that it's actually about a group of friends more so than it is a horror film. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a group of friends, and it just so happens to be there's also a clown kicking about that eats children. Yeah, like it's not like I, I don't feel like the the horror part's the main part of that film. I feel it's the the relationship between those that group of kids. Aye, I can't remember. There was somebody or somebody described it a perfect way, but I can't remember what it is now. But it was something like the Goonies meets something. I can't remember what the the other part of it was but it was something like that and at the time I remember thinking I like, like that's spot on because or like stand by me like I think yeah, probably yeah. as well but like that's Definitely. the kind of feeling I got from it and it's just it is it's because there is so much a focus on just the, the kids being kids and having this kind and of their French their friendship together and stuff like that is, aye it's a good film um I thought I never mentioned this I thought you were going to mention it I Logan Lucky well, for cast, yeah, I did think about it. I, um, it was, it was there in my thinking, but I was just trying to keep it to a, a few films. So those, those three probably trumped Logan Lucky for me. Um, cool. So the next category we've got is best superhero movie. Um, do you want to list your, your, the, all of them? There were six superhero movie films this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not including Transformers. I don't count them as superhero films. I just picked my top two, really. I just because right. I could be here all day, probably. I'll just list them all because I don't. Apart from maybe, maybe one of them, I wouldn't. But um, yeah, uh, just for my kind of top two, I would go for Logan and then Guardians too. Um, both of them were uh, like top movies, not not just like superhero movies, but like top movies. Yeah. I think for the year, so uh, yeah, th- those were my two choices for that section. It's quite funny because obviously Gardens 2 wasn't as well received as the first um, Gardens but I struggle to decide which one of the two I prefer out of the both of them. I think Gardens 1 for me but I I, I think it's just see if if Gardens 1 hadn't came out and like this was our first look at the Guardians. I think we'd be probably raving about this one, like we were the first one, because. But what I find quite funny is that, and I know what you're saying. Like there's something so fresh about the first Guardians, maybe because we'd never sort of seen that before. Kind of like the first Iron Man, how everyone sort of still holds that pretty close to them over a lot of origin movies because it was. You know, it was the it was the real first origin movie we'd got in this so this new sort of era of superhero films. But when I think about Guardians Two, like it's got a much better villain in the first one. The the villain in the first movie was terrible. I like Ronan. I like really. Aye. <sighs> no, I know. I, I understand. Um, I'm in a minority for that, but I really like Ronan. There's some really amazing set piece pieces in the the second one. I, my, one of my favorite scenes in. In all the superhero movies, is is Yonder and Rocket and Groot walking through the prison when Yonder's with Arrow and it's playing. What's the song it plays again? Um, come a little bit closer. Yeah, I love that scene. And then it, they're really emotional scene at the end as well with. Um. Obviously, what happens at the end of the movie? 
I don't <laughs> want to say it in case people haven't seen it yet. Surely people have seen it. Yeah, I, I'd imagine so, but there might be this this odd person who's just waiting to catch it. They might be getting the Blu-ray of the DVD for Christmas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that, that I, I think that's the most emotional scene, at least in the MCU, that I can think of. Yeah, it was... Cut me. I mean, I, I was somebody was cutting onions next to me <laughs> in the cinema, so I couldn't really see it because of the water in my eyes. But it just struggling. Um, Logan, look, I'll name my top two. Logan's one of them, uh, and Wonder Woman is the other one. Um, Logan is just. The way, I mean, the way everyone describes it is just like a western, isn't it? Aye. That's at least the, the critic's word of choice. Um, everyone goes for that word. But I think the thing about Logan is that it's some of the best acting we've seen in a, a superhero film. Um, and it, obviously that's quite an emotional film as well. At, at times. Uh, dealing with like big issues and all that as well. Yeah. Um, there's a kid in that kid actor in that how do you feel about her she was fine aye. Nah, she was good I liked her thought she was excellent I think Patrick Stewart is the best thing in Logan Um, I really yeah. enjoyed really enjoyed him in it uh, Wonder Woman I can't praise Wonder Woman enough Um, especially the the I, I think it's amazing as a whole but the, the, the second act of Wonder Woman when she sort of first comes into man's world is it's it's kinda like you've seen obviously the first the first four movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know that whole fish out of water stuff? Aye. It, it, there's a lot of that going on and I think they do it really, really well. It's such an enjoy it's so enjoyable to watch. Um it's some of my favourite stuff in it. The action's great in it. Um I know you're not a big fan but I love I love the Wonder Woman theme as well. But the drops nah, I like it. Yeah, they would be my two. Nice. I had a wee list. I'd done them in order with my favourites, but <laughs> I didn't even hear it. So. Go for it, you do it. No, no, it's fine. I don't want to hold you up any more than I have. <laughs> hey. Hey, so what we next then? So next we'll do our best male performances. What's your top ones? Um, well, I've, I've, I should just not. I've left out like... Um, Andrew Garfield, Mahershala Ali, um, what's his name from? Dev Patel. Um, although they were all films, like he's in Lion, Moonlight, Hacksaw Ridge, they all came out this year, but I just feel like I just left them out just because like, the Oscars have been and gone, even though they're, they're movies we got, because th- those would be the top three probably for me. Denzel Washington as well in Fences. So I forget all these movies come out this year over here because um, even though they did I still, um, because I know they were part of the Oscars I, I sort of dis- disassociate them, mm-hmm. but anyway so the ones that, that, that would be up for Oscars next year there's not many um, best actors that I could really think of like like amazing performances and I can't think of loads of bad ones, it's just the, the three I'm about to mention, well one of them, 100%, is getting no one near an Oscar for it because he's in a superhero film. <laughs> uh, and that was, that'd be Michael Keaton. I just really enjoyed Michael Keaton in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I know it's just a supporting role, but I, 
and if we've spoken about this before, there's there's one scene in particular um, when he's talking to Peter in the car. Yeah. It's one. It's such an amazing scene um, of just like essentially a father talking to like the kid that he's. Well, I mean, it is the father talking to his kid that the that his daughter's going to prom with, but it just feels really real compared to a lot of other villains threatening superheroes in movies. Um, Patrick Stewart and Logan, I just mentioned them. Um, this is one I would really like to see him actually get nominated for a supporting role. And I think he has an outside chance. Um, And then obviously we spoke about how Logan was in the top 10 movies for the National Board of Review uh, last week. So hopefully we sort of keep seeing that film mentioned in uh, awards ceremonies is the closer we get to, to the Oscars next year. And then Andy Serkis and War of the Planet of the Apes. Again, I don't think he'll get nominated. Yeah. But Unlikely. Those would be my three... In terms of... Yeah, those would be my three. The, the, the lad for Baby Driver, what's his name? Ansel um, Elgott. Loved him. Um, uh, 007 and Lucky Logan. Daniel Craig. Really enjoyed him as well. I, I, even, what's his face in um, Lucky Logan? Um, oh, what's his name? Mm. Come on, he's got to play Gambit. But I can't remember his name. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, that's Hi. it. Adam Driver's good in it as well. There's Aye. lots of good performances, but I don't know. Those were the three that, when I was answering this question, that came to my my mind straight away. Hmm. I have got fairly kind of similar. I would say, um, say I've got similar problems as you with it that oh, well, and I don't feel like there's been any like standout performances or anything really. Um, but and I've not seen some of the ones earlier on in the year that you're talking about, like the they kind of. Um, Oscar movies from last year sure. that, um, happened out this year here, so I've not seen some of them um, but some of the ones I've got, so uh, I had Patrick Stewart um, I had him on there, I thought he was really really good in Logan um, as I mentioned before like The Boys for It and uh, Bill Skarsgård, I thought like they were all excellent performances uh, I also had James McAvoy for Split just because he's yeah. playing like five people or whatever um, in the one role, and at times it is really convincing. Like I'm switching from person to person, and you do yeah, you know, yeah. buy into him being these different people. Uh, but I think ultimately I went for Hugh Jackman as being my my best one. I just right. love them, yeah. And as Logan, like I just thought he was like excellent as Logan, and you just got like a, a sense of like a tired, worn down. Yeah, yeah. Guy like kind of fed up with just trying to make it way, make his way through life type thing. So, uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman I had is my my favorite or my number one. But I would maybe just for what you've said, I maybe would throw in Michael Keaton in there as well. I really like Michael Keaton in the founder as well, um, as well as Spider Man. So I think he's had a, a few films this year that have been yeah. quite good. Yeah, no, the founder is good, but again, it's just, it's just the founder's missing something from being a like from a good movie to a great movie. Yeah, it's got Ron uh, Swanson in it though. Come on, 
That's true. It's true. But he plays <laughs> a wee bit of a sap, so. Aye. Um, but what you're saying about Hugh Jackman there, what he does so well in, in Logan is that you're talking about tired and weary, but like Oxy's relationship with Patrick Short, like the Professor X, and it is that you can tell how much he cares about him, but then also sees him as a burden as well. And he sort of like plays that really well. Such a good film. I really hope it gets up. It gets nominated for something at least. I hope so. I don't see it happening. Probably be the one that uh, deserves it. Yeah, I would say so. Um, cool. Um, best best female. Any any females that spring to mind? I uh, have you again. Similar problems as to what I was saying for the the last round there. Um, but. Just mention a, a few of them. So, um, the girl Sophia Lillis. I'm not sure if that's how you say her name. That was a wee lassie fit. I really liked her. Thought she was kind yeah, of she... mature in her performance. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if this one counts because, well, we've seen it this year. So Jessica Chastain for Molly's game. Um, thought she was brilliant in that. Um, but the one I probably go for, which doesn't make any other part of any list that I've done. I think. But I just really loved her performance in it, and uh, yeah, it, I don't know, it was a weird film, but um, Mother, uh, so I had Jen- uh, Jennifer Lawrence, probably right. is my favourite, I think, female performance, just because that film's a bit like batshit crazy, but she kind of holds it down a wee bit, I think, so aye, I had Jennifer Lawrence as my favourite female performance, I think, this year. Nice. Um, I could only get one name when I was doing this, and it it was Jessica Chastain in two mm-hmm. movies, Miss Sloan and um, and Molly's Game. Um, I would agree with what you said about that. The girl from it, she was she was really good in it. Um, and I think as well, you, you talked about a really mature performance. Like her character dealt with a lot of. It was quite harrowing some of the scenes she was in, Aye. in the relationship that she had with her father. Um. So she, yeah, she would be quite a good shout. I mean, there are other ones like Emma Stone and, and Michelle Williams were amazing in both like La La Land and Manchester by the Sea. But again, I was trying to think of of women who were post Oscars. Aye, yeah. Because um, Michelle Williams and I don't. Have you seen Manchester by the Sea? No. Um, I mean, she's not in it. She's not in it a lot at all. But she's incredible. Viola Davis is incredible in Fences as well. But again, I was just trying to... Films that have not only come out in the UK this year, but also how they would be considered for Oscars in 2018. But, uh, I mean, I guess for, for UK viewers, then, then those three, Viola Davis, um, Emma Stone, Michelle Williams, are all, all amazing. But uh, I'm a big Jessica Chastain fan, so... Yep. Um, I would, I would definitely have far mentioned. Just a couple more categories to get through. Yep. So the last one before we probably go into our our main list is the biggest waste of time movie this year or the worst movie of this year. Uh, so what have you what have you got for us, Brian? Well, I'll give you two before I give you my 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 worst movie of this year, which I'm pretty confident will be the same as yourself. <laughs> um, I have the Mummy and the Lost City of 
Z or Z, however you pronounce it. Where are um, you from, Brian? Where are you from? I'd say the lost city of Z. There we go. Um, We're not American. I know. Um, which is quite funny because just when before dinner, I was on the Empire website and they've got a little what, top twenty movies of two thousand and seventeen. Oh, and the Lost City of Z is in their top twenty, and I thought it was a film that I, we went. I went to watch it with one of our mutual friends, um, Mister Bryden, and we were both saying for a film where a lot happened, not a lot happened. <laughs> like the guy went to the Amazon three times in the movie, and not, I just felt nothing really happened. I, I I thought it was rubbish. Um, is that Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, I don't buy. I do not buy him as a lead actor. Yeah, I don't like him at all. At all, I I, I think he's garbage. Um, I really do. I think he's terrible. Um, like no harm to the guy, <laughs> but I just don't think. I, I don't really enjoy watching him in films. Yeah, same. Um, and my least favourite is Rings. Oh, oh my god, I've missed that out of my list. <laughs> like genuinely, out of my films for the year. Oh, I'm going to need to rewatch. I, I keep I keep a little list on my notepad on my phone of of all the movies I've seen, and I, I split it in months, and I, I keep a little list. And I write like times two or times three next to the film if I go see it multiple times. And in Rings, I've got Rings like open bracket shite. Walked out, close bracket. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. I went through like all the lists, all the films that have been released this year in that luncheon uh, movies or whatever, and uh, I've managed to miss that out my list. Oh my god. You should keep up your list. I, I update my list every time I come out the cinema. I was doing that, but then I, I was forgetting to update it, so. God. Yeah, that was pretty Terrible. atrocious. <laughs> And what's quite funny is we, we were just speaking about a movie that was terrible beforehand, um, The Room. Mm-hmm. But we f- found it really funny. Like, there's no redeeming qualities in Rings. No. Like, there's, no, you, there's nothing even bad to laugh at. Because the people who have made it, they know how to make a movie in terms of editing and, and like, the people who can act, like, enough but it was just awful. Yes, it was. It was so bad that I went to the toilet and almost never returned. <laughs> and then thankfully we all decided to leave. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, I can't one believe of the few films we, One of the few films we watched together this year. Aye. Uh, well, mine's then... Uh, I had, so I'd, I had The Mummy as well. Um, it's one of my honourable mentions. Uh, also, Pirates of the Caribbean... No, Did I never not, watched that. Didn't really enjoy that at all. I don't know why you went. Uh, so I did have then a different film, which I almost walked out of, but the only reason I didn't is just because I had nothing else to do with my time, was Baywatch was going to be my all right. Oh yeah, I could, have, uh, I could have put Baywatch on my list as well. I just sat the whole time, like, when when's the funny parts happening? And it was all just, like, dick jokes and fart jokes, and uh, it was pretty bad. But yeah. that will probably now get moved down a peg and Rings will take its place as uh, the biggest waste of time of the year. Because, well, it wasn't a waste of time. It doesn't fall into that category because I got to yeah, see my pals. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, 
No, it was, um, pro- it was the worst film of the year, definitely. Yeah, it was pretty pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Cool. On to the positive bit. Um, top 10. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, well, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it like ten. We'll say a ten each, and then work our way up for there. Oh, I've not done mine in order. Have you not? Let me just oh, look at it. Top ten. Top ten of the uh, year. Let me just quickly. Uh, this is just a quick. All right. Okay. Well, I'll just go through what my list is, and so I struggled. I'll say initially, I'll struggle. I struggled, and I'll once we've done it, I'll go through. I've got some honourable mentions that I feel I need to mention because, like, there was three or three or four, you probably three at least films that I had to cut from my list that hurt me a wee bit cutting them because I, I really enjoyed them. Um, but it's a tight list, and I would say my top six are very interchangeable. Um, and depending like we say this type of thing all the time but depending on how we're feeling like it could probably change at another point so yeah. um, aye, so take it as you will but uh, for my number 10 of the year then um, I have chosen it um, I love the movie it's a horror movie so it gets like bonus points if I like it then kind of gets bonus points for for being a good movie because it takes a lot for me to enjoy a, a horror movie like that so um, yeah I loved it as mentioned before great cast everybody was brilliant in it um, it was scary in the right ways as well it wasn't just like all just jump scares and all the rest of it um, and as you mentioned um, previously as well it deals with like a lot of like kind of big issues in it as well so uh, yeah it was my I'm, number 10 I've done my list quickly Okay. Um, I will say mine's is minus any superhero films. Oh, right. Okay. Well, mine's is with superhero films. I know. It's just because when I did my list, half of them were superhero films, and which is fine. Which, but I just thought I'd just give people a, a wider sort of a view of my enjoyment of movies than just superhero films. Because everyone, I think even people who just might just stumble upon this will realise that I'm very, very much a superhero fan. Well, um, okay, that's fine. Well, I'm just trying to think how... I'll keep my list as as is. In my honourable mentions, all you need to do is bump everything up. So, we'll work it that way for me. Because I can't redo my list. Cool. Um, I have got number ten, Miss Sloan. Miss Sloan, Jesus. You know, you must be fed up hearing about <laughs> it. Um, I, I, I just love, I love this film. It's great. Um, like I say, I, I love political things, TV shows, movies, even like music. That's quite political. Um, so I really enjoyed this, and as both of us have said on many occasions of our admiration of Miss Chastain, so mm-hmm. not much to... Mark Strong's in it as well. Quite like Mark Strong, because a good performance in this. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, get it watched, people. <laughs> so what's your number nine? You go, you go first for this bit. Number nine is a movie you mentioned before, is La La Land. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wow. Like that low down? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that would be that's La La Land would be there for me. Okay. Um, 
loved it. I, I was looking forward to it. What's quite interesting is that um, my wife loves musicals. Like she loves going to the theatre, loves musical movies, but she wasn't that interested in going to see La La Land. Now she did love it. It's one of her favourite, probably. I can't speak for her, but I imagine it's in her top three at least from this year. But just like what you're saying, the, the acting's amazing in it. The music's great. The set pieces are are phenomenal. Um, the 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 director is someone who's becoming, even though he's only really done two movies just now, Whiplash and La La Land. I feel that just with those two movies alone, I don't think I would need to know what his next film's about. I'd want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, which is quite it's quite a statement for someone who's only done really two movies um, but they're both incredibly short and he's got quite a sort of certain style when it comes to directing which is, is right up my street As for some reason I really enjoy what he does with, with his movies and yeah I thought La Land was excellent Aye, I, I would agree with that way about Damien Chazelle, he's, he's definitely like one of these guys that if there's anything going to be mentioned in any films, it's like kind of like what J.J. Abrams and um, Nolan are like with me. Like, I don't even need to know what it's about if they're directing something. Yeah, you're like, just interested. Aye, so he's definitely got this, and as you say, it's surprising given he's only done two films. So, um, yeah. So little things he does in movies, like things that people would maybe not notice, like Mouse Taylor. And Whiplash is in every scene. Mm-hmm. Aye. And it's I think these are things like you 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 don't you don't I don't know how to explain this you don't notice but you kind of do if it makes sense as well. Aye. Yeah. Like it's maybe something that you enjoy without you actually knowing that that's happened. Um, I just think he's really clever. I, I really, I really like him. Yeah, same. What's your number nine? Alright, sorry. Yeah, so my number nine. Uh, I, if you're doing the superhero stuff, you could probably count this as one um, technically. But uh, Mings was split. Um, as I mentioned before, loved it. Thought it was a great movie. Um, brilliant performance by old Jamesy Boy. Uh, so yeah, and it was. Because of the end of it as well, it was yeah quite an impact. And I remember like watching it with Sarah, and I already like was like loved the film, was really satisfied with it. And then that like last scene in it, and I was like tapping Sarah in the knee. I was like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> like I was pure buzzing. So it's just the scene gets bigger and bigger as well. Aye, because and- they're talking on the news, and you're like, oh no way. And then the, the camera just pans down the diner and you're like, Aye. I've not been so excited to see that bald man <laughs> for, for any reason in the past 10 years. It was the music. I could hear the, the theme. Like, there was the uh, music from Unbreakable. And I was like, it was that way I was watching. I was like, I, I, I know, like that somehow. And it like, started the dawn and I was like, I could feel myself like stirring and then when they were talking on the news about something happening I was like that's when I started like tapping Sarah's knee and I was like oh this is happening oh my god so Did she, has she ever seen Unbreakable? nah so she was just like what's this idea aye is <laughs> he having a fit? <laughs> yeah I hate it when that happens I remember when I went to see Deadpool and like he announced Cable at the end of it aye and I got dead excited and I felt like no one else around me <laughs> 
even had a clue who Cable was, and I was just like, you all disappoint me. <laughs> hey, Alright, so, moving on then, my number eight, I think might disappoint you a wee bit, but again, I'm not, or I'm including superheroes in mine, but... Go for it. I think this one disappointed Sarah maybe a wee bit that where I had a bit baby driver I've got for my number eight. Um thoroughly enjoyed list. it. Sure list, whatever. Yeah, that is my list. Uh, but as we mentioned, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Probably the best soundtrack to the soundtrack I can't speak right now, of the year. Um yeah. great cast, everything like that, brilliant like car chase scenes. On another day it might be higher on my list. I probably I probably need to give it another view to to really. Do you think it'd be one of those ones if you had just watched it last night? Aye, it would have been higher on your list. Aye, because I've only seen it once since it came out. So, I think, I think that's maybe something though. Like, see, when it comes to your top ten, like we've both seen lots of movies this year. But for me, when it comes to my top ten, it could be like had I watched one of these last night or even tonight, it could have been higher up on the list. Yeah, sort of thing. And I think actually just with you saying that, just when I look at my list, like the the three that I've mentioned so far, I've only seen once and everything else I've seen more than once, so yeah, that's probably got something to do with it. Maybe. Maybe. Number eight. Cool. Uh, my number eight is The Big Sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes, really enjoyed it. Um, it's funny. It's... It's pretty emotional as well. I don't know. Do you know what it's about? Uh, roughly, I remember reading a wee bit about it before. Uh, but again, I think I booked that, but we didn't go and see it. It's just a, it's just a sort of really good sort of. It, I mean, it ultimately is a feel good movie at the end of the day, but it takes you up and down. It, you sort of go through the emotions with this guy, and um, it's quite interesting because I was watching. Um, at the moment, Variety have got actors on actors at the moment on their YouTube channel. So it's basically just like two actors interviewing each other, and it's the I can't remember his name. It's Kamal, Kamal, what's his son name? Don't even my phone at hand to check. And Gal Gadot, and she was sort of asking him how it's like quite a serious thing that happened. His wife, is he something his wife? But then it was wasn't even really his girlfriend was in a coma and he was like going to the hospital with her mum and dad and he was saying like they wanted to do the story for a while and the reason they did it as a comedy is because like because they had lived it they knew where the humour should be Aye. and so you get these really like serious moments followed by like humour or the opposite like really funny moments followed by then it obviously turns to quite a dramatic and sad moment. So, and they do it really well. It's not. It doesn't feel disjointed or it, none of it feels out of place. Um, it, it is a really good, really good film. A really enjoyable movie. I'd watch it again and again, and again and again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, seven. Yep. Uh, I've got hidden figures down for number seven. Okay. Um, love myself a true story. I think I've I've said that a few times on here. Um, just um, the the whole obviously big, uh, quite a lot of movies at the beginning of the year dealt with race, and this was one of them. And obviously these these uh, black women who were very instrumental in in the progression of NASA, um, and 
especially one woman in particular, and just found it really enjoyable. Found the performances really enjoyable. Um, the cast as a whole was brilliant. Um, yeah, and it's quite strange because it's a very serious subject that they're dealing with, but it doesn't feel. It never felt really heavy at what any point to me. For example, a movie that was out around about the same time in, in the UK was Fences, which is which is I really enjoyed it. Like exceptional acting in it, but it was really it was a really heavy movie. Like really, like you know, when you watch a film and you come out and you're like, <sighs> like you sort of can breathe again. Aye. But it's, I never got that feeling with Hidden Figures. It, it's as much as it, it it was very dramatic at times, and it really, really like hit home, like how bad things were. This I don't know the tone of it remained sort of positive. If if that makes sense. Aye, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was a really, really enjoyable film. Just with you saying that, just the film probably from this year's list. I'm pretty sure it was this year's list anyway. Was that I walked out of cinema feeling that way was uh, we like had to go and take a wee lie down and think about life was yeah. uh, silence. Like coming out of that means I never saw like, silence. Oh, it was like quite heavy, and you just came out and it was like a tough watch, and you it was just about your. <sighs> But that's Oscar, se- that's Oscar season, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, Aye. I'm watching Manchester by the Sea, Lion, which I've never cried so much in a movie <laughs> in all my life. Like, disclaimer, anyone new listening, I, I cry at movies all the time. But Lion, I was sobbing. Like, <laughs> do you know that way when, like, when you're a wee boy or a wee girl and you cry and you do that, that <sighs> sort of thing? Yeah. I was proper sobbing during Lion. <laughs> Anyway, what's your number seven? Uh, so my number seven's got the first of my superhero movies. Um, so for me, it is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, it was a great reintroduction to Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, uh, Tom Holland even was brilliant in it, and it was good getting to see a focus on him and see, have. I look at Sony's first re-attempt at this with the guidance of Tom... Kevin. Tom my God, I can't say people's names right now. Um, Kevin Feige. So, uh, yeah, great performances from everybody. Again, a younger cast and all of them I really enjoyed, I'd say, as well. I don't think there was anybody really in this film who bothered me too much. So, uh, yeah, all in all, pretty solid movie and a good... And a, re- a really good first reattempt at launching the Spider-Man yeah. cinematic universe, really. No, definitely. One of the things I loved about Homecoming was the sort of it was a real like high school movie feel. Aye. In terms of like it felt like like it did feel like the sort of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and like Breakfast Club and that. Like I know they were that's what they were going for the John Hughes sort of feeling, and I thought they pulled it off really well. Um, and we spoke about Keaton as well already. How amazing he is in it. The, the only criticism, criticism I have of that is like I, w- I could have done with more Michael Keaton mm-hmm. in the film. But yeah, great, great movie, thoroughly yep. enjoyable, very much so. Um, so number six then, yeah, yeah. So my number six again, it's another comic book movie. So apologies, kind of, but from this point onwards, some of them are probably interchangeable. 
Uh, so my number six is Thor Ragnarok. Um, absolutely love this film. Uh, when I've to, to be fair, I've liked all the Thor movies, or I've liked two of them. I've not liked. Uh, I didn't like what's it called, the Dark World, that much. But yeah. I've liked Thor as a character generally. Yeah, yeah. All the every time you see him, so. Um, but I felt like they took this to like another level, and I don't know if it's maybe because there, there was like more other bigger characters involved. So you had to obviously the Hulk in it, and um, take them to a new world. Uh, I don't know if it was that or what it was exactly, but something about it was just just spot on, and I overall just loved the movie. So um, it made its way into number six, a wee late entry in the year, but it made it there for me. Nice. What's yours? Um, well, first of all, I'd just like to say that I loved that film, film as well. And if people remember, like I, I was too keen on the trailers. I was still really excited about it, but the person I picked out in the trailers that I'm not enjoying was Mark Ruffalo's sort of like confused look all the Aye. time that he had. But actually, it works when you find out why he is sort of confused all the time. Mm-hmm. Not confused, but maybe a little bit dazed and I'm not fully with it. Yep. Um, I feel that the movie explains that. Um, so that all worked for me and it's certainly, it's arguably one of the funniest films um, in the Marvel Universe and I think it has the best joke in the Marvel Universe only because it's a joke I didn't expect to hear in a Marvel film. What one? Uh, it involves Korg talking to Thor about his hammer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's a it's a bit blue, <laughs> and I just didn't expect it. Like, so I think it it made a bigger like punch because I don't know. You don't expect those kind of jokes in a Marvel film. Aye. And it's not incredible. It's quite light-hearted for a, a rude joke, but you know what I mean. It's it was good, mm-hmm. um, and I love like I, lo- I love superhero films when they give you that sort of like um, sort of picture that looks like it's straight out a comic book. And the one the the one in Thor is the one when he's he realizes the God of Thunder and he's like the plane and immigrant song. Aye, that's like and he's, he's jumping through there with all the lightning bolts and all the spear, all the the her army with all the spears, like Hela's army with all the spears pointing up at him. Mm-hmm. It's just such a, a, a like it looks like a double spread, uh, like in a comic comic book. And I, I love shots like that in, in superhero movies. Aye, that that scene you're talking about, like with the immigrant song, like I'm actually it's, it's giving me a wee bit of goosebumps. That like you know, I don't know why, it's just such a good a good scene and such a good. Yeah, and he gets a bit sifflody and just starts like aye, so good. good. Especially there's a bit where he's like walking and he just like shoots four lightning bolts down mm-hmm. to the people running about him as well. Aye, could watch that scene over and over again. <laughs> uh, my number six is. I'm back to Chastain. I went with Molly's game. Um, it could be that it's just really fresh in my head, and I really enjoyed it. But um, I, I love—I mean, I love Aaron Sorkin. So, I, it's maybe sometimes I like like these movies better than maybe they really are. But for me, the the sort of fast paced dialogue in this film is—I could 
I could watch this movie like again and again. And again and, and again. <laughs> and I said before, like the the interaction between Chastain and Idris Elba is, is amazing. Um, in fact, everyone like Idris Elba's maybe get one of the best bits in the movie, like when he's not the bit kind of near the end when he's talking to the the opposition lawyers in that wee room. He gives his big speech to sort of defender. Aye, uh, I love that scene. Um, just think, Aaron Sorkin writes really long monologues really well that sort of keep you like, like on your edge of your seat, sort of interested. Um, and the whole like thing with Molly's game as well. It's quite fun trying to work out who's who, or speculate who these people could be whilst you're watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she ran a poker. For those who don't know, she ran a poker sort of game weekly for like celebrities and. Millionaires, billionaires, and all that, but they weren't they weren't named in the movie. Although you can go online now and find out who they all are. <laughs> um, so that's that. Aye, I really enjoyed Molly's game. Um, uh, it was a surprise when we got it, and I think like it's probably the same as what you're saying as um, Miss Sloan. I think Molly's game is probably a game I wouldn't have chosen to go and see necessarily, but glad I did go. Glad or glad I did see it because it was a really good movie. Yeah, um, I think you'd like Miss Sloan as well. Not, not, like not just the whole me harping on about it. I think it's it it it's a similar style. It's not an Aaron Sorkin movie, but it's very much that sort of same style. There's, it's all lots of dialogue between characters and like like characters who are all perceived as sort of be intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good thing the the slight difference with Miss Sloan is like. Like the Miss Sloan character, she's ruthless. Like she she wants to win, and she'll do whatever she can to win, even if it's like to the like uh, even if it means people on her side lose or get or get hurt by her actions. She she's she's going to win, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's quite she's going to get that cutthroat attitude. Uh, my number five, I think you'll have this on your list, but you might have a wee bit higher than me. Uh, would be Get Out. Okay. Um, we sort of spoke about it before how we'd heard all these like sort of amazing things about it, which was true. And so I was really looking forward to it. I thought I was going to enjoy it, but I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And we just spoke about uh, Damien Chazelle. How we want to, I want to see more from Jordan Peele, um, especially because I understand that he wants to do more movies like this. More movies that are sort of social commentaries on on certain situations. Is it so social horrors? He called he called it. Yeah. Um. Such a great movie. Such a an original movie. Um. More, like I thought it was going to be more of a horror. It's much more of a sort of thriller type thing. Um. I don't even think there's any real scary moments, is there? Uh, it's that way but it's creepy but you're yeah. never like oh I'm petrified what's going to happen next it's it's such a and the thing about it as well you don't want to talk too much about what it's about I feel it's something you should just watch and enjoy for the for what it is mm-hmm. yeah I think creepy is probably the best way I would describe it myself Uh I think there is a couple of jump scares in it, but it's not. It's not like throughout, and it's more 
more of a mental thriller type style yeah, of movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, aye, well, that's a good shout. I like, yeah, I like that. Um, so number five or on I? Sorry, yep. I've lost track there. Five. Um, so mine's again. Apologies, three in a row here, but a comic book movie. So, um, mine, my fifth choice for best of the year would be Guardians Two. Um, not speak about it too much because we've already kind of covered it off. But uh, as I said earlier on, I think if this was our first introduction to the Guardians, we would have been buzzing about them the way we were the first time probably yeah um great soundtrack again i think it might i think i might like this one better than the first soundtrack um i still think guardians one's better than guardians 2 but this is still up there as a great marvel movie um and as you said it does deal with some more kind of serious or deeper issues like the whole kind of father son thing we yeah um peter and his dad and then Yondu. So, um, I overall this one had a really good story, as you say, a, a good villain in it as well, um, and a nice week in a platform for getting into where we're going going forward with yeah. the Guardians. So, uh, yeah, that's my number five uh, for the year and my favourite Marvel movie of the year. Cool. Uh, so. Yeah, so my number four then is what you had as your number five. So Get Out is my fourth. Um, as you again, I'm not speaking about it much because you've mentioned it, but overall, just a great. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure how you class it exactly. But I, for me, I would probably say it's more of a thriller than a, a horror. Yeah, I think definitely. It, I think yeah, it's classed as a horror, but um, yeah, um, great performances by everybody in it. And yeah, just I, I like the the ending of it as well. Um, overall, so yeah, bit of everything in it. I think a good bit of humour in it as well with the yeah. his, his pal. I can't remember what his yeah, name is. Yeah. The, the security guard or the TA agent Aye. or something like that. Eh? Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, it? he's quite good in it. Aye, so. especially because he kind of um sort of. Almost, not to the same extent, but almost like a Shaun of the Dead thing. Like, remember how, is it not Nick Frost's character that says, like, everything that's going to happen? What do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, film? sorry, yeah. He says, aye, he kind of yeah. says something and it's essentially all the main plot points in the movie. Yeah, I mean, not, nowhere near to the same extent as that. But, like, he obviously warns him about what sort of White suburban people are like. Yeah, it kind of plays. He... It kind of plays us, like who sit there, like shouting stuff at the telly, like yeah, yeah, yeah don't run yeah, up the stairs and all that type of stuff. Like yeah. he's that kind of person. Um, he's he is a good character. Okay. Yeah. My number four. Um, I won't say too much about this because I think you're going to have it higher up. We can talk about it. No, then. no just because we'll talk about it anyway. So go for it. Uh, Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love this film. Um, I I mean I, I said before, um, we've spoken about this before how war movies really aren't my sort of favorite sort of genre. Um, it's not that I don't like them. I, I like Saving Private Ryan. I like Band of Brothers. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other that I can't think of just now. Um, 
but the 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 sort of way Nolan made this film is just incredible. Um, especially when you watch it on a sit on repeat viewing. Um, because when you first watch it, you're sort of trying to, you're figuring out what, what he's doing. And then it's like with the, for those who don't know, it's sort of three timelines and they're, they're sort of, it, it's almost a bit Pulp Fiction-y, isn't it? In terms of mm-hmm. they sort of overlap each other and, and they're at different times. So you're you're jumping back and forth in time. So when you watch on repeat viewing, the the story I feel is a lot clearer the second time around. Um, the score is incredible. The acting's great by everybody. Um, such a great movie. I can't I, I can't speak highly enough about this film. I really really enjoyed it. Aye. Um, it's my number three. So I'll just say that there anyway. But um, so talk about it as much as we want. But. Uh, I I would agree. The score was one of the main things I took out of it. That um, it was just so intense and just sat there like the like you just could feel it building constantly and building towards the the end of the movie and um, the way it's all put together and uh, yeah, I think I says like we when we did a review like the way it's kind of cut so that there's points where you're seeing stuff that's going to happen in the future through one person's point of view, and then you yeah. you know, like, when these people are doing certain things that is going to end in disaster or whatever, so... Sure. Uh, yeah, love the directions, Nolan, so I don't really expect anything less than something brilliant, uh, and all the, the performances in it were great as well, so I agree with pretty much everything that you've mentioned there. What was your number four? No, it's my number three. Now, what was your number four? Get Out. Oh, right, sorry. Aye. Cool. So, what's your number three, then? Um, I've already spoke about it, Baby Driver. All right, okay. Um, just quickly for me, like, I just loved everything about this film, from the... It has you hooked in the first sort of six minutes. Um, Like, I feel it sets you up for what you're knowing. It. It's fast-paced. All the characters are, are great. Um, I sort of love the sort of old style love story between the two sort of main characters, um, and it's just it's the the, way, the best way for me to describe it. It's the coolest film of the year. Aye, that's like, that's quite a good way to sum it up. Right? It's just a cool movie. Like it's not it, it, in terms of like story. It's it's a story. It's not a story you've not watched before, do you know what I mean? It's not the most original, and I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Edgar Wright has taken things that he loves from like car chase movies, heist movies, love stories, and he like the classic things about them and put them in a movie. Like, there's a bit in it, do you know how like when they're revving their engines and it goes into Baby's eyes really close, and then it revs again and it goes to John Hamm's eyes? Aye. And those scenes can be really cheesy, but it really works in this movie. Like it's, I think it's aware of what it is and stuff. It's not as much as it takes itself seriously. It doesn't think it's a, I don't know, an art project. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. It's such a. I'm going to say it again. I could watch this movie again and again, <laughs> and again and again. <laughs> I, it's like a. Um, Try to think how you would. 
or what I was how I was thinking of like kinda describe it, but it's like he's kinda paying homage to yeah. all those like uh, Definitely the, the 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 Italian job type style of movie and all that type of thing. Um, although it's not like a heist movie as such, there is like heist. It certainly plays a part. It's that there's a, a little bit of influence in there, and especially not so much the actual event of the heist, but certainly the planning of of it is a lot more uh, seen in this film mm-hmm. than the maybe others. Great movie, loved it. Yeah. So my number two, which could be the same as yours, don't know what your number. I think it might be, is War of the Planet of the Apes. Nope. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's got me worried a bit that I might not be in your top ten now. Well, I need to wait and see. I need to wait and see. Um, I thought this was a great way to round off probably one of my f- favourite trilogies ever. Um, it, I love the way that from the first one um, how the apes have evolved in terms of the sort of the first one they don't speak at all. The second one, yeah, they speak, but still mostly sign language. And now, even though there's still a little bit of sign language, it's mostly talking to each other now. Um, the only issue I have with this film is the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's great. It, it it sort of it it does what you wanted to do. There's 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 sort of payoff for everything that you've watched before. They act, I know it's just among the people at CG at like the motion capture, but I think the acting's incredible in this film. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it really was. Like you, you do kind of get immersed in it, and you forget that. Yeah. What you probably like the vast majority of what you're watching is not. Not, not real. Like it. <laughs> I, it, it just a bit like. I think when people hear, like, because I know people haven't haven't bothered with the Planet of the Apes films, and I think they think of some sort of like, sort of action film with apes fighting humans and stuff, but it's really about relationships. Mm-hmm. Like these films, and and there's some of the, the, the I think this franchise has provided some of the best like characters, like we've ever like we've seen. Like I think I think Andy Serkis Caesar is one of my favorite characters of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he plays him so well um, in a sort of like especially like the, in 2 and 3 the sort of conflict he has with himself about like sort of trying not to dislike humans because of his experience of growing up with the sort of James Franco character Aye. and then trying to like process how how he fits in um, with between the humans and the apes, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a, a really great movie, and as you say, I think. Yeah, it was like a perfect way to kind of round off a trilogy yeah. as well, um, and see out this this story. So, yeah, very enjoyable. Great action in it as well. Like as much as we talk about relationships, some of the action in this is is excellent. Yeah, I think it's just maybe we don't get as much as what the title implies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I mean the bit at the, the the start of the film, you think, oh yes, aye, 
this is what the the sort of the the soldiers going through the jungle, going to attack like the apes. You're like, oh yes, this is what I signed up for, and it. And I think we've we've both seen it more than once. So once you got over the title, I mean, I got over the title the first showing. It doesn't matter because the the story is perfect, but yeah, it's just not quite what we thought it was going to be. Aye, I agree. What's your number two? So my number two is La La Land. Um, this film, as we mentioned before, again, won't talk about it much, but really made an impression on me. Um, I loved it. For me, it's got like such rewatchability as well. Um, I don't know if that's because for a long time I was just listening to the soundtrack fairly, like, fairly consistently. So um, I don't know if it's maybe that and it's just there's such an association with the film, uh, with the music in the film, I think, obviously because it's a musical, so that that will happen. Um, but you mentioned before, I think like the 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 way the film's put together, like with the use of color, um, made me change my opinion on like the two main actors as well. Um, so yeah, um, just a actually it was a brilliant movie and yeah, one that I wasn't expecting to like as much as what I did. Uh, so yeah, that's why I have it as my number two. I I. I love the way, like, it's it's that sort of like it feels like it could be in the fifties or something like that. Aye, it's like a and love almost, letter to that. And almost, almost fills you sometimes into thinking it is. Yeah. And then you realise, oh no, this is set in modern times. Aye. Um, I, think, I think I say is that like a wee, like ages ago as well. Like I'd say that it's, it is like a love letter to Hollywood. Like that's yeah, what yeah. I reminded me or it, of it. And there's a lot of classic. Um, like uh, places it shows you that you've seen in so many Hollywood movies as well, mm-hmm. just from like the the sort of like where Emma Stone's character lives, like those houses. Kind of like do you know when you see those like, um, sort of really cheesy, like housewives from like the fifties and sixties. That's the sort of area I imagine them living in. Aye, like the scene when they're dancing on the, the little bench at night. Yep. So it's like we've seen all these little scenes we've seen all those places in movies before. Um even the highway that the film starts on as well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's great. Yeah. So War of the Planet of the Apes isn't your top number one. I'm I'm gonna say that just now. No, you're not. Well, I know what your number one is. Do you? Yeah. We'll see. I'll guess yours and you can guess mine. Alright, did you say your number two? What was yours again? Sorry. War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, aye, sorry, aye. Right, okay. You never even had it in your top ten. That surprises me. I know. Surprised me as well. Uh, so, me. so what do you think my number one is then? Well, it's Logan. It's not. It is. It's not. Alright, what is it then? It's, um... Uh, Wolverine. No, it's Logan. I was going to try and look up a really crap film, but I couldn't find one in time, so yeah. No, my number one's Logan. Loved it. So satisfying. Like, such a satisfying yeah. movie. Again, a good way to close out. Not the greatest of trilogies. Um, no, not and, at all. And a good way to close out a character in general, because I don't think we're going to see him come back as no. um, Wolverine, even if Marvel do look like they're, they're going to be getting Fox like I don't think he'll come back even though he said he might do if Marvel did but 
Or no, he, did, he said he wouldn't, did he not? I don't, I can't remember what they did. I think he said he would have stayed right, had okay. they been in the Marvel movies, but I don't think he'll come back. Yeah. I think it's more like, yeah. I think it was also a comment that he could say that didn't really mean that much because he said he'd stay if they were with, if he could be in the Avengers films, but they're not, so it's kind of a, a non-statement. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Um, so I assume that that's going to be your number one as well. No, no, in no. fact, you're not doing... Um, no superhero but... films are my number one. Um, what we'll say on Logan, though, you, you said satisfying. I think that's such a good way to put it, because like, we finally have two of the best actors that are in superhero films being allowed to give performances that they're very much capable of. Um, the sort of relationship between the two of them and the it's good, especially as much as it's a nice end to this character. It's also a nice end to Professor X as well. Aye, yeah. And also because of that, for whatever reason, the the route that they wanted to go down in the X Men films is that sort of Professor X almost sort of is Wolverine's mentor. Um, from the very first X Men all the way through, um, and and you sort of get like a flip side of that in Days of Future Past, where Wolverine sort of looks after Professor X. Yep. And back and forth, so it, 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 their relationship has been a, a very prevalent one all the way through the X Men films. So it's quite good that they got to finish together, and and then just as a as a, a pure like fanboy thing, getting to see Wolverine go berserk. Um, at the end is what we've been waiting for. Because um, yeah. you only really got it in X2, which is one of my favourite X-Men films. Yeah, and I think the fact, like, because of the rating of this one as well, like, yeah. we've not really been able to, we've not been allowed to get that kind of... Rage. Yeah, like, just murderous rage that we've been looking for, so I think that's been a big part of it, and it's good that we were able to get that. I think... James Mangold as well, like done such a good job with it. Yeah. Um, uh, with the direction and just the, the kind of overall like grittiness of the movie as yeah. well. Um, so, aye, I thought it was a fantastic. Like, Steve Merchant as well is great, isn't it? Aye, yeah. Good, um, good kind of supporting cast. Could be one of the, it could arguably his best performance in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed him in it. Yeah. Um, I can't don't, can't remember the wee girl's name, but I thought the wee girl was great as Daphne well. Daphne something that is. Uh, yeah. No, cool. Uh, do you want to guess my favourite movie? Uh, I'm trying to have, have a quick look. I think it's going to probably be one of the Oscar baity ones that I didn't see, but I can't think of what one. So, um, no, you, I can't guess it. <laughs> uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so it does two war movies on on my my list. I love this film. Um, saw it twice at the cinema. Um, I bought it on Blu-ray the other week. I've not watched it since I bought it, but the Amazon were doing it for like seven pound Blu-ray. So I was like, I'll get that whilst it's that cheap. Um, Garfield's brilliant in it. Um. Everyone's good in it. I mean, I mean, the rest of the characters, no one's blown you away with a performance, but the 
they're, they're sort of steady enough to, to not take out the movie. The story's incredible, and I think it's helped by the fact that you know it's a true story now, whether it's dramatised a little bit or whatever, and it does that little thing that Band of the Brothers does. Do you know Band of the Brothers at the end, where it, it gives you a little, a little, the actual people who were there? Aye. It, it does a wee bit of that at the end as well, and it just makes the story... I don't know, it just it sort of amplifies what you've just watched. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever your opinions on Mel Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibson are, he, he is a good director. Um, especially act, big sort of like epic action type things as well. So um, I, I I love this movie. I thought it was great. And I think it's it's because it's quite a an uplifting movie as well. It's just... It's weird because I like, uh, as before, it's, I mean, I like cried in this movie. Then was like really happy at the end and stuff like that. So I just loved it. I I would watch it loads of times. Aye, it was. That's one of the films. <clears throat> that's one of the films of the year that I was, like, I was gutted that I didn't get the chance to see, or it just slipped through the net and just wasn't able to. But. Um, it was a film I was highly anticipating for all the kind of reasons you were saying. Um, Gibson's, I think he is like one of the best directors going about. It's just his reputation, unfortunately, is. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the reasons he's so good at directing is that he doesn't do many. Aye, he's very particular about what he does, and I think when you look at all the best directors, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not just like churning out movies, Aye. left, right, and centre. Yeah, and they take their time to pick something that they want to do. Yeah, they want to do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good, and it, it, it's it has that. It's, it, I mean, like I said, it's not the biggest war war movie person, but it has that sort of thing, like Saving Private Ryan, where you could watch it just over and over and. Band of Brothers as well. Do you know? I know it's not a movie, or if you want, it's a ten-hour movie. Some people, I say, how some people sort of think of it like that. Um, it's just so rewatchable, and the character, the the main character, is just in- incredible. Mm-hmm. That he almost seems made up. Uh, but that would be my top ten. Honorable mentions, obviously the 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 four superhero movies that you mentioned plus Wonder Woman. I think all the other honourable mentions, though, we, we've sort of mentioned at some point, um, for me, would be, yeah, excluding any Oscar bait stuff from last year, um, yeah, like, you've you've mentioned it, Split, Free Fire, um, Coloss, Colossal, um, yeah, uh, Lego Batman, I'd mentioned that as well. Oh, yeah. Lego Batman was a great movie. <laughs> I didn't see that either. <laughs> um, I've only seen two. I've only seen two animations this year. Lego Batman would be the best by far. <clears throat> so, would, what would you say to then? So, with that, would you? Or where would the, those superhero movies? If you were to try and put them into that top ten, well, the, the, how would that change it? Now, they would they would all be in my top ten. Because mm-hmm. the way I the way I sort of like when if I was in a top ten, 
I look at it like obviously what I thought was the best, and what would I what would I watch over and over again? The superhero, the, those fight. I think we had a, a an amazing year for superhero films, mm-hmm. other than Justice League. Like if 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 Justice League hadn't come out, I think you could potentially talk about this being the best year for superhero films because you had so many. You had you had Logan, which is just completely different from any superhero film we've seen. Wonder Woman, again, completely different in terms of a, a obviously it was the first female superhero, and a, and one of the best origin, if not the best origin stories we've ever had. Um, Thor took us down a completely different route than it had ever been. We got a new Spider Man, which was pretty different from the other ones we've seen as well. And then Gardens of the Galaxy, very much on par with the first one in terms of the style, but none of them, none of them were bad movies. They were all great movies. Um, but then you've got the Justice League that sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, where they would fall, I, I, I'll just give you the the list of my order of them would be. I hate doing this because it doesn't seem right. I've I've got Wonder Woman, Logan, Gardens of the Galaxy, Spider Man, and Thor, and it feels weird that Spore that Spore that Thor is at the bottom of any list. Yeah, but I mean, like, so say your top ten, how would they factor into your top ten then? Give us just a quick run through what that list might look like. Hacksaw Ridge would be top. I think Wonder Woman and Logan would then come in after that. Maybe War of the Planet of the Apes. Baby Driver, Guardians. Dunkirk. Spider-Man, Thor. And Get Out. Mm. It's interesting. I don't know, though. I'd have to... But then, see, when I look at it, I'm like, whoa, but La La Land was amazing. Aye. Like, like, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is why I said, like, at the start, it hurt me to cut some like, of them we, from uh, it. And Logan, like, Logan Lucky as well. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I know. I, can I do a top 20, but not an order? <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, so, like, my honourable mentions were War for the Planet of the Apes, Blade Runner, and Logan Lucky. Like, those three, it, like, <sighs> hurt my soul not to have them in my top 10 somehow. Do you know what we should have done? We should have done our top twenty, and then both of us done our top twenty, and then put them together, and done like a point system. <laughs> Alright, work it that way, and then get a, a collective top ten. Well, <laughs> <sighs> we obviously we'd have to have both seen the movies. Aye, but a collective top ten. We'll see if we can do that for Saturday. We'll not discuss it. We'll just quickly. Yeah. Fire out there. Anyway, that was good. Mm-hmm. I could talk about movies all night. <laughs> oh, this is by far the longest podcast. I know. I was thinking that's that. a good one. That's a good. That's, <laughs> I like long podcasts. Hopefully, the listeners will. Me too. Anyway, um, I think we're going to have a podcast at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we we're talking about as well is we'll probably. I don't know if we'll do it during that podcast or when we'll do it, but we'll probably look at doing like a. Like preview of 2018 and just yeah. films we're interested in seeing and hyped for and all the rest of it 
Yeah, December might actually be quite a good month for yeah. non-episodes because I would imagine we might not get to just by time, but I imagine we'll try and fit in a Star Wars spoiler review as well. Aye. That's yeah. it. Um, Star Wars, it's annoying it's in December because it kind of, I feel like it misses a lot of people's lists because people will do lists around about this time and it's like like last year, for example, like Star Wars would have been an analyst that I'd done, but yeah, Rogue One. Oh, yeah. sorry, I last year and the year before, but it's because obviously just the timing of it. And the same way, I think Star Wars will probably be in my list for my top ten of twenty seventeen, but it's just too late yeah. in the year. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, cool. Um, follow us on Twitter, guys, at Movie Podders, and on Instagram at Movie Podders. We're also got uh, download the Stardust. Uh, app, I think it's called Stardust app, download that uh, follow us, post your own reviews as well anything else Ryan? Uh, no, just thanks for listening, if you've made it through this long well done um, what Brian was saying, give us a tweet with what your top 10 is tell us if you agree, disagree with anything we've done um, but otherwise, no, thanks for listening yeah, take care, bye bye